Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker and listen with a sparkle in your eye, as though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hey guys, welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. It is a special day here for a lot of reasons, uh, most notably because, well, I'm Chris McQueen and my husband, Justin Winters, can't stop laughing at me. And usually it's because, you know, he just likes to make fun of me when I do these intros. But Justin, I feel like you're laughing at me for a very different reason tonight. Well, as you hand the, the mic back to me, we're sharing a mic tonight, guys. Uh, no, actually, I just pulled up the IMDb page for the movie we're talking about today like i had just already forgotten what we were talking about because i was so involved in the pre-game discussion with our guests oh man are we gonna tell everybody about who's on now i thought we were saving it after we talked about like never mind it doesn't make sense guys it's a special day it's a special special day look at your calendar and figure out what day was monday and ask yourself what is going on in Chrissy and Justin's house right now? What is going on, Chrissy? I thought you were going to introduce our guests, and now you've already started oh. talking about the calendar. Oh, gosh. Okay, fine. First of all, I'm excited about the guests, and then we'll talk about what too. Chrissy's excited about with no, the calendar. No, so we've been stuck inside with everyone else across the nation except for the, guests, the small groups. No, I was I was building them up, Chrissy. I was about to do that too. And so just to see a familiar face, even if it's via Skype, and to talk about our love of film together, we had to really dig deep and pull out a mega two mega guests who have probably been on the show as much as any other podcaster in all of podcasting. I mean, we could we could check the tape. Chrissy, go check the tape while, while I introduce them. No, she like walks away. Who am I talking about? You're talking about Dan and Cody from the Dan and Cody podcast. Dan and Cody. Dan Hill, Cody Frederick are in the house. Cody, you got a sound number. machine? Come on. <laughs> I didn't want to just like I... shove them into the limelight. I had to build them up a little bit, Chrissy kills me about that is that's where I was going with this I would always going on it's a special day and just wait and like we had this great idea and then you're like why aren't you introducing the guests Chrissy no hold on let me give them a special entrance they deserve it though I, I was a little, little thrown off guys but because Chrissy brought her gigantic pill bottle onto the bed and like starts shaking it around like this is everybody pills. here it's not pills, it's not pills. No. what is it it's mints. mints. Are those separated by by weekday? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I should totally get one of those. I'd be gotta like take really my Monday fan. mints. Gotta take my Monday mints. <laughs> Tuesday, there's a few more than Monday. By the time we get to Friday, there's a lot of mints. Thursday, it's Skittles. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. So Chrissy is happy about Dan and Cody joining us, but she's also happy about the mints. Chrissy, tell us about the mints. 
it's not that I'm happy because of the mints. To me, like having Dan and Cody on here and the mints and the movie we're talking about, it all goes together. Like it's a puzzle and we need every single piece of it or it doesn't work anymore. Some would say we're the mint of the indie podcast world. Yeah. You know? You guys are like those mints that they have at Olive Garden, the really good chocolate mints that you try to steal that have the mint on the inside. Those oh, the, the, the Andes mints. The Andes? The Andes mints. Yes. <laughs> We're the Andes of podcasting. Aren't, but wait, aren't Andes mints like the, um, you go to a nice hotel and they yeah. know if you are a couple and you're out to eat dinner yeah. and you come back and it's on the pillow, like pre-sex mints, like you're going to get some sex mints from- what? No, the hotel puts on your pillow. Yeah, Chrissy obviously no, I has know, to have the pre-sex mints put on her pillow at a hotel. Oh, no, yeah, I like Chrissy's. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I never put Andy's mints on your pillow after sex. <laughs> Before. Se- I feel like it. I mean, it. We have a white bedspread, guys. It just sounds like an accident waiting to happen. Some chocolate mints on the pillow. Guys, I'm 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 changing our podcast Instagram bio to the Andy's Mints of Indie <laughs> Podcasting <laughs> right now. I love that idea, Dan. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. We're I, doing it. I've actually been thinking about now that the podcast world is even more of a wild west due to I mean, I think billions of podcasts have probably started in the last couple months. You you we really need uh, an advertiser, and I thought, what if we just started just like randomly shouting out? Andy's mints. Andy's. The, <laughs> the best mints that money can buy at Olive Garden, and also Dan and Cody are the emblematic Andy's mints of independent podcasting. Oh, I like that. That's the, very nice. The best free chocolate mint aside <laughs> from York. Fuck York. But when you say sponsor us, Andy's Mints, it's the it could the, the bar could be so low that they just like send you a couple box of Andy's Mints in quarantine. This pod this this podcast is presented by Andy's Mints because you know it wasn't sex unless there's a mint. Something like that. <laughs> a chocolate mint. Oh, we're already off the rails. So I'm glad Dan, or, Dan and Cody are here, but I must preface this by saying that this was all Chrissy's doing, and this was all put together in the last couple of days, because basically about, I guess it was three days ago, Chrissy and I were sitting here on our computers, probably, you know, bemoaning our country and what's going on. We are so like the old guys in, in the Muppets now, where we're just like watching TV all the time, and we're like, man, it's mints. I love me some Andy's mints. <laughs> Uh, Chrissy turned to me and she said, you know what? I want to watch Air Bud with Dan. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. And, yes, I, and I was like, what? That's what nobody said ever. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I just want to watch Air Bud with Dan. And I applaud it. My, 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 I had, I had a, like 20 follow-up questions. Number two uh, or three, can I invite Cody, because that might be awkward. I'm sure he might want to get in on this air budness. Uh, number three, our next episode is like the week of 420. Like, is this a good 420 movie? Apparently so. Chrissy brought yep. mints. <laughs> you know, we got mints, guys. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how it came about in the last several days. When you're in quarantine, guys, every day is like a week. Every week is like a month. 
time is moving fast and you just need to like stick your arm out and just like grab hold of anything you can find. Justin. Life is life is inception right now. <laughs> we it are is. in the dream of the dream of the dream. Justin, I want to ask you something. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. In, in in the time that you guys have known me, how on a scale of one to ten, how hard is it to to pin me down for something to do? It's extremely hard. It's extremely hard, right? Yes. And, and when when you asked me via text, "Hey Dan, do you want to watch Air Bud?" And then talk about it on the podcast in like a day's notice. What did I say immediately? Chrissy, Chrissy, where'd you go? Chrissy's leaving. Oh, I know exactly what. Wait, wait. I got to get receipts. I got to get receipts. Hold on. (laughs) Okay, here. Here's the exact, uh, here's what we said. So I texted Dan on Friday. It's Monday, 420 right now. You won't believe what Chrissy just said to me. He said, what? I said, in quotes, I want to talk about Airbud with Dan. <laughs> he said, yes. And I'm like, dot, 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 4 or 420 episode? And Dan said, it's what the world needs right now. <laughs> Boom. So we have Chrissy to thank for this. You- okay. When someone asks you to watch Air Bud and talk about it, you answer the call. (laughs) Always. So I have a confession to make. This is not the first time I've thought about you, Dan, in terms of like Air Bud, your love for Air Bud. It turns out my impending love for Air Bud. So this is truth. Once upon a time, I was shopping at Big Lots. Why? Who knows? And I wandered into, they have a CD and a DVD section, which is bonkers. And for a split second, I got really excited because there was like a DVD um, sleeve that was poking out and I saw a dog on it. And I was like, holy shit, it's Airbud. We need to buy this and like gift it to Dan. <laughs> but then I picked it up and because it's big lots and it's low rent, it wasn't. It was beethoven's treasure tale but i oh that's a good one i bought it anyway yes i was like maybe dan would like this as well (laughs) absolutely (laughs) and that is a true story so so what we're what we're saying dan is once we kick coronavirus's ass (laughs) we're all watching beethoven's treasure tale because i'm in i've had it in my side table next to my bed, waiting for the next time I see Dan, just because uh, is it Chris is in big lots and thought of you. I love is where it this unopened? is going. Yeah, oh, we, space. dude, we're not gonna. If we're, if we're gonna open this, we're gonna have some like fucking cristal and shit. I want. <laughs> we're gonna make this wanna, an event. S- There's gonna be a boat oh. and some breakage of oh glass. Christy Swanson. I want. This. I want me oh. and Cody to be. Your animal movie specialist. Dan, stop committing me to things I have not agreed to. (laughs) Whenever whenever we do your podcast, I want it to be I want the animal needs to be the main character. I well I've been I've been hoping for a um 
a uh, another video game rematch. You remember when you guys oh, came God. over and we we played Street Fighter Two? Yes, <laughs> I think that was just Dan. We could watch Sonic. I thought I made Cody cry. Like I was that good at Street Fighter oh, Two. Were... You know. Anyway, dude, I forgot. I forgot all the controls, man. <laughs> uh, uh, so other than Chrissy saying out of the blue, I want to watch Airbud with Dan. Dan, and I don't know if you know about this, Cody. I don't know if you listened to it. Way back in the day, Dan was part of a fantasy movie draft that uh-huh. him, myself, and our boy, yeah. Mr. Bakersfield, Chris Brayton, was a part of. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I, I definitely had a couple of drinks. I don't know about Dan. You, you never know with Dan, but no. in this he's, draft... He's, he's the, act, he acts drunk all the time. <laughs> the theme was live-action animal films, uh, which I knew that Dan was perfect for, but... His first pick, you had the first pick in the entire draft, right, Dan? That's right. That is correct. He took Beethoven. So, <laughs> Beethoven's your number one choice, Dan? Bro, like, name another franchise that hasn't just skyrocketed. <laughs> they're, just, they're still making Beethovens, they're still making Air Buds. They're still making Air Buds. That's right. It's, it's very true. Beethoven is an amazing animal. He's a Saint Bernard. David Duchovny's in that film. Charles Grodin is in that film. Um, it's it's amazing. Bonnie Hunt hey. is in that film. Wow, wow. So hey, don't get me wrong. I guess like thinking back on it, is there another child's like, or is there another animal film? That has been as successful. I I honestly think after watching Air Bud, I do think Air Bud's probably the most successful. Air Air Bud's amazing. It's an amazing. Okay. 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 I'm just saying. I was just from a success standpoint. This is just a setup for again. This is Chrissy's fault, and then also kind of Dan's fault because he loves animal movies so much. So. Chrissy thought of this episode because of Dan's weird, unironic love of live-action animal movies. Why is that weird? Thus, tonight's episode where we watched the 1997 (laughs) film, question mark, called Air Bud. From Walt Disney Home Video. Hey, no rules in the dog. Games got bite. Can someone cover that dog? His style is slick. Does he dribble? No, but he might drool a little bit. And his shot <laughs> is right on the nose. All right. On December 23rd, the fur will fly. Disney's Air Bud. Rated PG. Own it on video. All right, guys. Let me just read out this log line. It's a bud for 420. Air Bud. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Okay, an uh, an unexpected player joins the school basketball team, a circus dog who escaped from a cruel master. Air Bud, again, came out in 1997, directed by Charles Martin Smith. Uh, who cares who wrote this movie? The wording is cruel master? Yeah. Cruel master. <laughs> uh, starred, I mean, the Air Bud. Uh, Michael Jeter, Kevin Zegers, uh, Wendy McKenna, Bill Cobbs. You know those people. 
that all-star cast. So <laughs> let's get this poll right out of the way up first. Sure. Had everyone was was this the first time for anyone seeing Airbud? <gasps> yes. Co- myself. Cody and Chrissy's first time seeing Airbud. Okay. First time watching Airbud. Yeah. Uh, Did anyone notice it was produced by Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they were the they were the they were real hands on. Uh, yeah, I, I I think I saw Airbud back when it came out, oh. um, and have not seen it since then. I'm sure Dan probably owns all all the films, Dan. I do not own I do not own a single Airbud, but I have seen Airbud. And okay. I, I respect it. I respect the franchise. Okay. Well, let, let's I think we should let Dan go first since this is Okay. It all kind of goes back to Dan. Dan, why why the love of Airbud? Why Airbud? What do you think of Airbud? I I just want to I want to live in a world where it isn't strange or unfair that human boys play against a a dog. <laughs> you want to live in a world where it isn't strange that human boys play against a dog? Yeah. The, this oh. this is where I want to be. Like could you imagine watching <laughs> pro sports where where a team has fielded like four dogs in like premier positions against this, uh, a bunch of other humans it would be I feel like I can't take you seriously Dan uh no. this this movie it the only the only missed opportunity of this movie is to not preface it with the prequel about the clown who used to own Airbud? That's a movie. I want to see that movie as well. How did how did this man become such a bad clown with I, the dog? I can tell you how it happened. He's Mr. Noodle from Elmo's World, and evidently he just got fired from his Elmo's World gig and then got really fucking bitter having to do children's birthday parties instead of a big PBS show. Chrissy didn't even know it was Mr. Noodle. I had to like point it out to her and just like really ruin her world. Everyone knows who Mr. Noodle is, right? Oh, burn. <laughs> if that if that clown came to my child's party, I would immediately call the police. Immediately. Like he had mental I mean, illness. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the he he had the temperament of a a murderer. <laughs> He had the temperament of somebody that lures children into his car, doesn't do anything, you know, inappropriate with them aside from murder them. He yeah. kills kids. He wasn't he good at kids. anything he did. I mean, are you surprised he's alone? <laughs> he's the saddest clown ever. And Dan, when I asked you about your opinion of the movie, I was hoping that you would just like succinctly say what you wrote me in a text was Yesterday, it's a five-star film. It is. <laughs> it's a five-star film. It's a cinematic achievement. It's a cinematic this achievement. Is why, this is why you don't invite Dan on to things. Because Dude. he says things 
that are so ridiculous. Like Air Bud's a five star film. You probably say, "Hey, what is what is Gladiator to you?" Oh, it's a one star film. I'm sorry. Could you? How do you direct this dog in game? In game. <laughs> this dog That's is. What makes it a five star film to you is because he was directed in game. This dog is guarding human beings in game. Guys. This and dog he is, went up a trellis and walked on a roof by yes, himself. Exactly. The dog walked on a roof. The dog the dog is a star. Do you know you know this is Comet from Full House? The same dog. No. Okay? Yes. Yeah. It is the same dog. That's Comet? That is Airbud is Comet. He is a, a legend. What fan are you, Chrissy? He is a fucking legend i would have watched yes. this so much sooner if i would have known that this was his swan song this was air bud this was comet swan song this well, dog is a legend he well, survives it, on pudding he survived <laughs> on pudding okay let's, let's go to uh let's go to cody cody your 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 co-host is like in love with this film i mean he's he's uh uh, again, cinematic achievement. It is technically 420, 1020 on 420. So right. I, I don't know what's going on over there with him. But what did you think about this um, motion picture? It was one of those things where uh, I went in thinking like, wow, I'm going to pay to rent this movie right now. <laughs> so I go ahead and I press enter and I'm like, well, I, I guess, uh, you know, here's here. Here we go. And, uh, you know, you, you get in the car, you put the keys in the ignition, and you start driving. Uh, what I didn't realize was that I was in a car with no wheels. <laughs> and uh, that's what this movie was to me. It was like driving a car with no wheels. It went nowhere. Uh, what do you uh, mean it, it went nowhere? I will have to say. What's that, Dan? What do you mean it went nowhere? I mean, like, I, don't get me wrong. From a kid's from a kids movie, you know, this is like, sure, it's watchable, right? It's watchable for a kid. I'm 36 years old, and I felt like cutting myself the whole time. I'm like, I can't believe this movie is two hours long. What, <laughs> what crazy asshole said, you know what, let's make a two-hour long movie for kids. You know, where a dog doesn't talk. Let's do that. Dude. This is a story about a young boy <laughs> and his dog. Dude, this is a slavery allegory is what this is. That's what this movie is. This movie is an allegory about slavery. They use the dog as the slave, and he's being told what to do by all of his white masters. That's pretty much the story, man. Um, Confirmed or by the way, By the way, dog is in the crate. Dog falls out of the back of the truck. Like, that's not traumatic enough. And then the person that's going to be his owner in the future, his mom hits him in the crate. And you want to know what happens? Not a goddamn thing. They drive away as if, oh, it's just a crate. I'm going to keep driving. It's like driving over a box. There could have been a baby. Oh, no, no. It's even worse than that because that kid sees that dog. In a clown costume and doesn't even in care to investigate at all. 
Like if you were, Nothing. if you if you were, you know, fifteen feet away of a dog, a dog, right. by himself in a clown costume, wouldn't you be like, what? <laughs> you know, like what's going on? Or would you be like, okay, <laughs> let's get back in the Dude, car, mom. Later. He's new to at the least, city, man. At, he was new to the city. At least acknowledge. At least acknowledge that there's a dog in a clown costume. <laughs> You got you got a you got a kid in the car. You got a baby in the back seat. Why would you not say something? Hey, look at the dog in the clown costume. Or, oops, I accidentally hit that dog in the clown costume. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. There's not even an acknowledgement that there was a dog there. <laughs> the kid just stares at the dog like, huh? I think it's a dog in a clown costume. That's what's going through his mind. And then he's like, I guess I'm gonna start school with no friends. That's what happens. I feel like I feel like this is a movie of mental uh, mental illness because basically this kid doesn't even like does even know what dogs are because again he starts feeding him pudding cups and spaghettios you know his oh yeah mo- that dog his, is that dog is dying his off mom, of that diet uh, his, and that's a his part mom of hates me, dogs me, like it, it's yes. obviously some like genetic what, whatever he has and he thinks that dogs are only for his you know, basketball success, <laughs> entertainment, basketball, entertainment. Right. And he's aggressive with that dog. Like when he's bathing the dog, oh. he's oh, like yeah. trying to drown it. This kid <laughs> wants to kill the dog. This whole movie, this kid wants to kill the dog. Uh, I'm in a, I, I'm actually going to lure you out of the woods like an E.T. with uh, pudding that we for all we know, it's chocolate pudding or some kind of mix Chocolate is very toxic to dogs. <laughs> cool. Then I'm going to take you into the house where I'm going to go ahead and uh, take you in the bathtub and try and drown you. Great. And then right after that, I'm going to actually have you walk in my house and go play in the area where there's paints and toxic chemicals <laughs> where you can get all dirty again where then I can attempt to drown you again. I, I it's will just, say it's I will say that the bath scene gave me anxiety. I was nervous for the dog and but more so when when he was brushing the dog's teeth, I thought that was abusive. I did think that was a little abusive. Dude. Yeah. Th- there's so I I don't even know. There's so much to say about the last 5 minutes of what we have discussed. Okay, going back a step from when they yeah. from when they hit the crate in the in the street. Did you like the film, Chrissy? It seems it seems like Dan's it, Again, five star film. Cody doesn't understand what he watched. He said it's like a, a car with no wheels. <laughs> like the best, so now we've reached that's you. The best summation. What's your summation of the film? So I like it in spite of itself. We basically MSTPK yes. this yes. movie. Like the entire time, I'm like, so she's just gonna hit it and never look out. Oh, and now she's look, looking at her kid, and we're supposed to believe that that was distracting enough that she doesn't ever get out of the car or even look out the window to see what she hit. And by the way, it's a living, breathing thing. Cool. And he's wearing a clown costume. And by the way, a few scenes later, when he meets him in the woods, this poor disheveled dog comes out in like shredded clown costume. And even then, he doesn't think, like, maybe I should help this dog. He just kind of sees him and is, like, bouncing his basketball, like, hey, what's up? Um, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. My, my, prob- my only problem with it is that um, it took an hour and 20 minutes for Buddy <laughs> to actually play meaningful basketball. In, like, he wasn't on the... <laughs> 
That's like my number one criticism. I know really, that's it. No, not his number one. His only. <laughs> That's criticism. my only. And it wasn't the fact that he played basketball for 40 fucking minutes of this movie. <laughs> this dog, this final basketball game, we watched, I could have watched four NBA games by the time this dog finished the game. But I was really, I, re- I really remember like Bud playing more <laughs> basketball and he didn't play a lot of like real basketball. Oh, come on. I man. mean, this movie could have been called. I don't know. Like the, bas- the basketball came way too late. They could have called this movie <laughs> "All Dogs Go to Heaven," but like at the last minute, they figured out the dog could actually like bop the ball with its nose, and they're like, "Oh, he can play basketball now." No, could show- you imagine trying to guard a dog, or a gu- or a dog guarding you in basketball? I would have pushed tough. the fuck out of that dog. What are you talking about? All these people are... And you would have fit right in because this movie should have been called How to Abuse Others Around You and also <laughs> Basketball. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, it is... It is uh, wow, Dan. I think this movie yeah, is sad, Dan. To watch I think this movie is sad. Go- it's a sad what film. About, what, about the abu- a what about the abusive coach exactly. and, then, and then he gets replaced by the uh by the janitor what i don't what I, what i didn't like about the film was that the you know why couldn't the janitor who is an ex nba player be like the assistant coach why did he have to be the janitor who acted like he didn't know basketball at all because it fits into well, the abuse narrative he was abused and put in this position where he wasn't able to exercise all of the things that he's clearly great at he finally gets into power it's about, and then that other kid abuses him he's like you don't know what you're talking about that stupid ass it's, kid it's 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 the white man oppressing that's what this is i'm telling you so i'm he, telling you dan and this poor bastard who must be like the world he must be a genius because for whatever reason in his office he just has math books on his desk <laughs> he's got like math books and like more math books and i was just like why why is this something we have to see yeah <laughs> I, I mean just think um, about it dan you were talking about you remember airbud playing playing more basketball or more basketball than he did more, well more meaningful basketball more like he's he's only in the game for like the second half of the finals. <laughs> I thought he was gonna like take him, put him on his back, and well, like lead you know, him to like. That's that was like one of the the craziest parts of the movie for me is there's a a scene in this film that for pure emotionality rivals the scene in Harry and the Hendersons where they're like, Harry, go back to your home. Nobody wants you here. Like they're trying to oh, like yeah. save his life. But in this movie, it's like, Airbud, get away from me. Go back to your woods. No, no, Go no. back to, you know, Dog Island no, by no, yourself. No. Justin, this is what happened. Hey, buddy, come here. We're going to play like we always do. Yeah, good boy. Just you and me. We're going to play and have so much fun. It'll be the best day of your life. All right, you ready? Here it goes. Take the ball. And then he <laughs> runs away and deserts his best friend, and it's the worst yeah. fucking thing ever. Justin, you you you're not understanding the the boy the boy realizes that look, if you are with me, if you are with me, then this clown guy is always gonna try to get you from me. So the only way to help you, bud, is to run away from all of us. 
he was trying to if you love something let it go you know right you right. you know dan i think I, you make a really you make a really good point dan because dogs know what a human being fucking says when it's a complex uh, order like you know run away because your master beats you and if i keep you you get it right dog right he'll go come get by you yourself. yeah I, I was about to say dan i would believe you but there are about 14 sequels to this film that show that this dog really needed to get away and not come back yeah uh because oh, yeah. he was running to the ground there's also there's also one Airbud series called mvp <laughs> most vertical primate which is doesn't even have a dog in it, but it's a Airbud branded show where there is a monkey that plays hockey. Which again, we're which, still falling back on, you know. Which we'll see you next week for because we're gonna do that podcast too. <laughs> but see, the problem is, Dan, for every time that Airbud boops this basketball into a hoop and they catch it on film. There had to be like 40 times that he booped it and then it didn't go in the goal. So, right. That's what which is why this is a cinematic achievement. <laughs> No, and not are, and, you, and you, not abuse. You have been not, not animal abuse in. for this poor dog. Basketball hits yeah. him in the head, and I got real mad because they said they didn't use any computers or CGI or anything. And the kid's like, "Get it, buddy!" And it goes smack on his cute little face. I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> Think about how many times the the they had to have popped balls on the it, during shooting. Also, this this film shows the versatility of the the actor who played the mother, Wendy McKenna, because she's she's the shy nun in yeah. Sister Act. Did you know yeah. that? And did you yeah, know that she I was did. in none of the sequels to Air Bud? It shows that she was versatile for one film and then she figured out that she didn't want to be in the Airbud series anymore. The kid well, was in several of them re- though, right? The Airbud series was too big for her, you know. Okay. No, she realized Airbud was an airball. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. So, let me bring in the facts. Let me bring in the facts for you, Cody. So, Airbud Gro- no, I know it did really well. Grossed $4 million in its opening weekend, totaling $27.8 million in Boom! Its, against a $3 million budget. That's that. There you go, man. Numbers numbers don't lie. Uh, ten times. Ten times, huh? Wow. And then, th- so this is the series because I, uh, the kids were having quiet time today and I fell into a black hole of Air Bud movies and I was like, this sounds like a joke. Okay, so Air Bud came out in 1997. 1998 was Air Bud Golden Retriever, where he learned to play American football. Golden Two- Receiver. Golden Receiver. <laughs> oh, that's very sad that you had to uh, know that and correct me, Dan. Uh, 2000 was Air Bud World Pup, where... Uh, soccer. 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 Yeah. Uh, 2002 was... Air Bud's seventh inning fetch where he made baseball. the baseball team. Chrissy, you're spitting on me. You're so excited. <laughs> I got it. Keep going. This poor Air Bud. And then Air Bud spikes back in 2003. Volleyball. 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 <laughs> and then after that, they're like, oh, poor Air Bud. He's been forced to play all these 
all these sports. What else can we do? Let's bring in his kids. And they started an Air Buddies series where Buddies' kids start coming in and start talking. Like It's like real dogs. Oh, yeah. You wanted talking, didn't you, Cody? You didn't you? So we got Air Buddies, Snow Buddies. They went to space for Space Buddies, Santa Buddies, Spooky Buddies, Treasure Buddies, Super Buddies. And then there's Santa Pauls. They got Santa Films. They've got, you know, again, like, what? That's what makes this sad. Just this one film. First of all, Dan. We're watching them all. We're watching them all. First of all, Dan, (laughs) I by no means wanted a talking dog. I'm just saying, if I'm going to sit through two hours of watching a children's movie, the dog better start talking at some point because bouncing a ball off his nose is not enough for me. It's not. <laughs> it's got to hurt the dog's nose, right? Like to, to oh, I would think so. And that's the sad thing. Then you look into the, the backstory for this film, and it's like, okay, yes, this was a real dog. Yes, this you know it was a stray. This guy found, and then he said like he just really liked balls, so he would just like try to bite the balls. And so what we did for this movie is the basketballs had just a little less air in them, and we covered with them like olive oil. And so he tried to bite them, and they just like bounce. Oops. What? What? Yes, that's the true story. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Although was that some was that a BTS interview that you saw? <laughs> How did you find that? <laughs> uh, and then the other sad news was in 1997, uh, Buddy had his right hind leg amputated due to synovial cell sarcoma, a type of cancer that manifests oh, near no. the joints. Although he was still able to shoot hoops. That's literally what it says. Six six months six months later he died in his sleep due to complications from cancer. Oh my god! Nineteen ninety eight. So at the time of his death, Buddy was only nine years old. So this Buddy was only the star of Air Bud, and you know wasn't able to, you know, continue the franchise. Get paid. But he oh, did have a bad, long man. career on Full House. Long yeah. career. There's something very Moulin Rouge about this, like how Satine dies backstage while everyone's cheering her on and they don't know she's dead. Everybody's in the theaters watching Air Bud in 1997, like, yeah, Air Bud! Meanwhile, this poor dog's getting his leg amputated and is about to die. It's really sad. <laughs> right. He should be celebrated. He should be celebrated. This is true. I'm Now I'm sad, Justin. He should Justin. be celebrated. He should have a the, national holiday, huh, Dan? I mean, I had to tell you yes. the true Hollywood story of Air Bud. What does a celebration for Air Bud look like? <laughs> we all shoot hoops with our noses. <laughs> the the other thing that was that I found very strange was the the kid the kid on the basketball team with the 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 aggressive bowl cut. How he would he would keep the trash of. Of of NBA players f- discarded fruit in his socks as luck. The oranges here have an orange. He had didn't he have like Sean no, Kemp's is... orange peel? <laughs> yeah, and he had Dennis Rodman's gum. Why would you have Dennis Rodman's gum? I don't know. And then he had a the apple core of another NBA star in his right sure. uh, sock. Like well, I what. Was it odd to you that um, they had tryouts and 
the kid sat there <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> like, and it's not, and it didn't seem like they were just picking kids. All the kids go out and play, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna sit here and hold the ball." I could understand why the coach would look at him and be like, "You want to be the manager? You held that ball real good." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the other obvious thing about the movie. The kid's not even. Not only is the kid doesn't seem like he's good at basketball, it doesn't seem like he's very interested in basketball, or anything, or anything for that matter. So when he started right. booping the ball at this weird, like, you know, basketball court behind this church, I was like, is this like Pet Cemetery or something? Like, right? Like he he kept running into this dog several times and never brought it home. And I'm like, is this <laughs> this is. This is a different kind of film than I thought it maybe, was. Maybe the connection there is that he doesn't like basketball, but much like Buddy, he likes balls in general. So that's where they find their commonality, right? And they become connected because of that. And he just happens to make the team because he's one of the best team managers that the Timberwolves have ever had. Right. I mean, Dan, you celebrate this whole series. Is 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 the kid equally unish in a equally uninterested in all these other sports throughout the other films like why does he go to football and then to soccer and then i haven't gone down the rabbit hole of these air bud movies oh my god but i am into it and i know i am without (laughs) seeing them i am a hundred percent on board this sounds like a great spinoff series for your guys podcast i have oh yeah i have an important question for dan dan you have hmm. to pick between Beethoven and Airbud. Oh, don't make me do it. Come on, man. Which one's better <laughs> and why? I mean how I don't know. How how successful was Beethoven? Are you serious, Dan? You're Beethoven, determining it Be- Beethoven should Dude, be Criterion a- collection compared to this film. You're such a you're such a brand whore. Everybody knows that Beethoven is a better movie. Is it though? Are you kidding me? What what makes Which one had the better box office? That's how you're determining which one you <laughs> like more than the other? Well, I I do I do enjoy Beethoven a lot better because there is there is death in it when they when all of the uh death the syringes death. hit the hit the evil vet in the chest. Oh, death. And he just straight up dies. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you were going into like depth, D E P T H, and how like oh, no. deep the film was. But you're like, no, Beethoven no, had death. Like it's some yeah. like Mortal Kombat film. I was about to say, what were Beethoven's skills? Did and Beethoven was, have a was, skill set of any kind? And it, drooling, drooling, and it drooling. was way more. Beethoven's a way more grittier film in the sense that like they. <laughs> They it's like, like it's like the wire. It's, it's the wire for dog movies. It's so sinister because that guy, like, he just he wants to like shoot Beethoven in the head, and like, what does he want him for? Like, they want his skull or something. <laughs> well, this movie starts with, like literal like dog abuse from Jump Street, so it was in a dark right. place as it is with Mister Noodle. I think this is this was um. The beginning of this film was actually Joaquin Phoenix's uh, um, inspiration for for Joker. <laughs> I, I read an interview where he, he cites it, like it made um, him it, like it made him crazy. <laughs> like just watching the, this film, it put his, the other, it really put me in other, a bad spot too. 
but not like Joker murdering. The the other great part about Airbud that I want to mention is that it's not it's not the kid's idea to put Airbud in the finals. It's the coaches. The adults, the adults of the film make the decision that Airbud needs to get in the game so that they can win the championship. He's got an eye for talent. Right. And he's the one like, there's no rule that says dogs can play in the on the boys team. There's also no rule that says a dog can't buy a handgun. If I but was a dog doesn't get to buy a handgun. If I was the opposing coach, I'd be like, cool, I'll be right back and we're gonna put a cobra on our team. Okay? We're gonna find a cobra and he's gonna play center. All right. <laughs> That's not the same. I mean, imagine if at the end of Karate Kid, <laughs> before the final match, sure, Mr. Miyagi took Danny LaRusso like 50 miles away from the match and said, I love you, Daniel, and just like started running away. <laughs> but somehow Daniel made it back to the final match in record time. And he's a dog, a, so he has no fight directions. A, How did that dog to, make it back to where the final match was in the first place? That was my main. I was like, to wow. To fight a giraffe. To fight a giraffe playing, uh, practicing karate. <laughs> We've gone off the deep end. Chrissy? I just wanted to point out that on Rotten Tomatoes, one movie has a much better critical consensus than the other movie oh. between Air Bud and Beethoven. Really? Guesses? Yeah. It better be fucking Beethoven. It better be fucking Beethoven. You you guys made fun of me for for wanting Beethoven number one. It is Airbud. Oh. <laughs> Beethoven uh, rates thirty percent on the. Do you pronounce it thermometer? Am I saying it right? On Rotten Tomatoes. <sighs> what? Yeah. Wow. And Airbud's forty five percent. Airbud for Audience the win. Score is higher for uh, Airbud too. I think it's that Airbud propaganda. Like I said, there's been like 20 movies. There's a movie. There's like a show on Disney Plus now with like talking animals of some kind. But they didn't have Airbud on Disney Plus. Right. They didn't. They should have all of these. Oh, oh my gosh, Dan, that's what you need to do with your time. Start just adding Disney Plus. To add all the Airbud movies to their service and just watch the subscriptions just like roll in, basically. Say they could even bring Beethoven on and have like a versus series between the two of them. I'm going to start a whole new Twitter. Airbud. Airbud fan. Well, (laughs) the, uh, I mean, it's funny because, you know, that game went on forever. And then when it's all said and done, the dog still has to go back to his owner. Or there's a trial. Yeah, they right. should have just ended with a game. The court- it would have made it made more sense if they ended with a game, but there had to be like some long, you know, a few good men trial afterwards with Mr. Noodle on and, one side. And coach I mean, is I able don't know to just what? coach is able to just walk into the trial and be like <laughs> Here's how it's gonna go. All right, Judge. <laughs> this dog's gonna get me to the college level, the coach. 
Right. You were not going to get in the way of that there, Judge. And they have a freaking... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Justin. I was about to say, was there, was there some kind of precedent that we didn't know about? Like, you know, how did the judge know how to rule in any of this? I would have been confused. There was no precedent in this damn thing. <laughs> this judge is like, if the law worked that way, everybody with a heartfelt story would be able to walk in and be like, well, let's separate. Let's put the baby in the middle. And if the baby goes to the mom or the dad, that's the one that the baby gets. That's that's who gets full custody. That's not I, the way the world works. I will say, I will say the the U.S. court system failed the clown guy. Okay, like he he straight up owned the dog. Failed that, the clown guy. They, we felt not felt bud. Not only did bud. he own the dog, God. but his like his income, his job was directly <laughs> tied to the dog he trained. He trained. And the judge said, sorry, dog chose the boy. I don't know what to tell you. Like, no, no, no. I own this fucking dog. All right? This is my dog. He has legal paperwork saying he owns the dog. Yeah. The The paperwork got shredded. This was before most people had the internet. Who's to say that he's really the owner? He was just, you know, hey, I'm the owner. I don't have papers, but that dog's my dog. Come here, Blue. If that is your real name, <laughs> it's it's um it's a tough call, but I mean, at the end, I I really, I think the courts failed the old uh, clown man. He he owns Bud. <laughs> Do you have no, notes, Cody? Copious notes for for Air Bud. I'm looking at my notes here because <laughs> it's funny because I made that text message to you, Justin, where I said thanks for choosing Free Willy. <laughs> And what's interesting is the last thing I wrote here at the end was Free Willy was better. <laughs> That's my note. A thousand percent. Dude. And what's odd is like, Dan, you talk about this dog and you you really bought into movie magic for this movie. And I I did think to myself, like, there's nothing really special about this dog. What are you talking about? There's he, nothing he, special. He about doesn't this know guy. how to play basketball, Dan. I don't he know how he doesn't sneakers. know how to play basketball. He, he knows how to boop it with his nose. No, I'm with Dan on this. Did he's, you see? He's biting the ball. Yeah, but he was like making shots. Yeah, he That's made shots. <laughs> he's guarding a child. He is guarding all, a child. We, first of all, he posted up a child. Bounce the ball. We see him bounce the ball off his nose, and then it cuts, and then we see a ball go in the hoop. Okay, right. That's that's the majority of when the gameplay takes place. Now, when he's shooting the free throw, sure, way to go, doggy. What do you but mean? You, for all we know, that's the other team scoring. We don't know. Movie magic, Dan. Movie magic, dude. The the dog is in the low post guarding human boys. Okay, that's impressive. Guarding, that's defending. If he's on two legs with paws up, uh... then I'm like, now that's defense. Get in a get in a two point stance. Don't give me this four point thing that you're trying to do when trying to bite the ball. I'm not interested. You're telling me that a dog's defending a car when he goes and chases it. How do you choreograph those scenes? How do you choreograph those scenes where he's running up and down the court like making steals and passes? This is an achievement. I already said that to you, Dan. They have to they have to film like ten times as much. 
and just you know it's, hope it's, that he tries to bite the ball there. He hope he tries to jump and bite the ball there, or you know, it's true. I don't think they're hoping that's what dog training is all of the animal actors for these films have a trainer who tells them what to do on command i don't think they just sat around and like gee i really hope he bites yeah. the ball this time well, yeah why maybe did they he'll cover it in olive oil it. maybe he'll pass why it today? Did they cover it in olive oil or <laughs> peanut butter and stuff like I well we've got a schedule we got a schedule to keep maybe he'll guard this boy <laughs> Those are the best actors of the film. All these people in this movie that keep a straight face. Like that's the thing about this movie. You think like, oh, there might be like a little wink, wink, like right. wink, wink. Nope. The whole whole thing is totally straight face. The whole fan, like the whole town, thinks that like I again. I watched other trailers for this series, and like later on, the, the town is like home of Air Bud, you know. And I'm like, holy shit. This, this this gets really bad, you know? And then they send Air Bud's kids into space. Like, what's going on here? This is crazy. My 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 question, y'all, is why why did the black coach lie about who he was? Why did he say like that's not me? Because of the because of the white coach that was oppressing the black man. He had to hide who he was from a child. Maybe he did. Maybe he was uncomfortable coaching a fucking dog, Dan. I would stay. I'd be like, nope. <laughs> I'd rather, you know, mop these floors than have to do this charade of thinking this dog is some NBA, you know, phenom. I'm not going to do this anymore. No. Well, that's interesting. I think that. Why did he lie? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, he sat there. I mean, what do you think, Chrissy? Do you think he'd like. I have a theory. I think that that asshole white coach had something on him and basically was like, don't even think of stepping to me. Don't even think about it. And if you do, like, I will end you. And so when that kid's like, hey, wait a minute, you're that famous NBA player who's like, nope, nope, I'm not. You didn't see anything. Don't tell anybody that. No, for real. That's that's interesting. He's like the I mean, good Goodfellas with a basketball dog or something. Airbud yeah, comes in with a, a revolver. The most, <laughs> the most interesting story that I want to hear when I watch Airbud is that guy's story, because he is like Goodwill Hunting, yeah, in a way, because he's he's like this genius janitor, right? That happened to be a professional basketball player. I wanted to. I, what's his backstory? Because I I think you're right, Chrissy. There's something there, there is, right? For sure. There's like a deleted there's like a deleted scene where he's just like hella oppressed. <laughs> like, and they were like, This is too sad for Airbud. We can't we can't yeah. put this in the final cut. I also kinda wanna know this mom's story. Like, I get that the dad died and she's got two kids and first of all, that's a big ass house she's got for being completely on her own. Secondly, right. why does she hate animals so much? Thirdly, why is she such an uptight bitch? I just kind of well, want to know. The dog, in all fairness, ruined her house. Yeah, but she was uptight before that. <laughs> yeah, the dog is okay true. at basketball, bad at everything else. That's the thing. Obviously, the family had some kind of like life insurance policy that was going to take care of them. Plus, she did get that high-paying gig at that napkin factory that she ended up working in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and in regards to her like 
dislike of the dog, which they obviously establish right at the bat, and I'm going to go back to this, when she hits the fucking dog and doesn't acknowledge that she hit the fucking dog. <laughs> like, you obviously know she doesn't, she's not a fan of animals, except guinea pigs, apparently. Do you want because guinea he. Pig? Something's yeah. wrong with his family is what we're saying. Something's dreadfully wrong with his family. Something, something's <laughs> wrong. Where did it, where did the dog get his name? Well, that's bud. He, he just started. He's like, "Hey, bud," and just turned into Buddy, and then like, <laughs> all of a sudden, that's his that's name. The way it was, and I, I thought that's how it happened, and I'm thinking to myself, "This is the name you give this dog, Buddy." Yeah, bud. Yeah. I mean, Beethoven's a much more clever name. Even Willie the Whale is a better name than Bud. We we were trying to devise what kind of like digestive issues this dog was going to be having after several, several days of pudding cups and SpaghettiOs. Oh, God. No, I don't well, want to see the it. dog, first of all, to be fair, though, that dog's well-trained. <laughs> I would actually feel bad for anybody that had to clean out the gutters of their house. Because that's where the dog would go to the bathroom at night, Probably. right? On right. the roof. Yeah. Yeah. We this movie was two hours long. There was not one second spent on shitting or, or pissing from this dog. And I kept asking questions like, "Is this dog, you know, bionic? Does it not shit or piss?" I want to. That's what you had problems with. The dog didn't <laughs> shit or piss. <laughs> Good. I'm actually very thankful that they didn't spend one minute highlighting. That part of a dog's life, I'm not interested. I'm so th- I want to thank the directors and producers for actually being, you know, uh, aware that people aren't interested. Well, me specifically, I guess, that I'm not interested in seeing right. that. This is and cl- then the- this is the classy first film. I'm sure they got into it later in the sequels. I also kept thinking to myself. Well, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure they couldn't help it in in the uh, Airbud Airbud MVP. <laughs> Uh, you know the 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 monkey <laughs> hockey movie that they made, <laughs> most valuable primate as it's called, MVP most valuable primate. Oh my god! My god. Uh, let me let me tell you one fun fact that I found out after I watched the film, and it's gonna okay. s- cause you guys to like, it's gonna blow your mind. So so this movie what? again, the game it came out in ninety seven. Um, yeah. Okay, ninety seven. The DVD came out in 98. So, And then it was released again on March 3rd, 2009 in a special edition DVD set that pre- presents the film in its original theatrical aspect ratio. But the biggest thing about the special, ed- special edition DVD is that it includes commentary from Buddy and his puppies as the series had introduced speaking animals by then. So there's a DVD out there with Buddy... And his Air Buddy kids commentating, like, kind of as like a dad with his kids on previous Air Bud film. You, Dan, you're nodding and, like you've seen this. And guess what? So I married a movie geek fans. We're bringing you that next week. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> We've been asked to <laughs> add another commentary so track on top of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's got to be bonkers. Imagine like that was your job. Like, hey man, what are you doing? Well, I got to go in and do some VO. I'm, you know, Airbud and his kids give a commentary on the first Airbud film. 
I want to know what that I'm commentary on a, even I'm this like. Dog that, what does that, that even sound Medically, like? should be dead. <laughs> I should be dead, uh, but obviously, I'm alive, and I have a bunch of puppies. Yeah, that makes so. it awkward that like the first Air Bud actually yeah, died. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm from, true. Yeah, it's like roof, roof. I'm from heaven. You know, this is great. This is great it fun. It may have been more interesting if the dog actually did the commentary as the actor dog and not the character buddy. So oh, maybe yes. he's like a, you know, he's been in the industry for years and it's like, Did you know I'm well, when I, when I was trying to find the character of Bud. <laughs> once, once, <laughs> once upon a time in Doggywood, is that what you're talking about? He's Air Bud's the Leo of that movie. No. I want I, I, Air, I'd watch that. I want Air Bud or his owners to like be dicks so that like in other Air Bud movies, other animal owners are like, you don't want to work with the the air the bud guys. They're dicks. The buddies. Wow. Don't work with the Fame's other. Fame's gone buds. to their head. Fame's gone to their head. I just, I mean, again, this movie came out in '97, and just the the massive amount of wealth that has flown just from this film and all of its spinoffs and series and holy cow. It's. I mean. I don't even know what to say. Like, it's ridiculous, and yet I also want our children to kind of watch it and enjoy it. What the fuck is wrong with you, Chrissy? Has Dan has Dan clouded your mind with his like relentless uh, optimism about the Airbud series? I feel like our kids would really enjoy it, and I'm not gonna lie. In the last 15 minutes, I started looking up dogs on the LA Animal Services website. Like, maybe I could adopt a dog right now. There's Boom. absolutely no way that our kids would get through this film. The dog doesn't even play basketball to the last 15 minutes. You know, it's like a weird, you know, U- UPN character drama for the first hour. You know, there's an abusive clown. What are you trying to do with our kids, Chris? Open their minds to what happened and slavery, like Cody said, and oppression, and you know, it's like yeah. Like Did you watch this with? Did either of you watch this with your kids? No. <laughs> I actually. Well, your kids are like a little young. Dan had a late night like binge, huh? Yeah, I, I was I was putting together a dresser while I watched this. Oh my god! And Jenny Jenny was asleep and would wake up uh, incrementally and be like. This is still on. <laughs> so you're still watching oh Air Bud. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cody's taking notes. You know, he's like, well, well, I mean, there were there were many moments where I was just like, okay, but it's interesting because I had Fitz on the ground while the movie's playing, and he would like turn and he'd look up, and he'd watch and he'd see the dog hit the ball off his nose, and he'd be like, huh. And then he'd go look, and he'd find some dirt on the ground, and he'd put it in his mouth. So I don't think he gave a damn. It's undeniable. It's undeniable that this film changed people's lives. Okay? No, it's it's absolutely... The only... You know what? I can say the only way that you're right is that the, the lead actor in this movie, not Bud... But the the boy, mm-hmm. he was in like four other Air Bud movies. Yeah, dude, people so, got paid I mean, off. It changed of this. his life. He was in Someone the Dawn of the, a- the Dawn of the Dead remake. Did anyone see that? He oh, was he, he was in that movie. But yeah, he he must have had like a massive 
Air Bud uh, coin, you know. Everybody knows him from Air Bud. Going through high school must have been hell for this kid because can you imagine? Where's Bud? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, where's your dog now? Like I can't yeah. even. I can't even imagine the amount of teasing. He, he is. He's my age, so I was his age when he was playing that character. So it's like okay. Same. So I guess this means that I would hurt and treat animals poorly at, a, at, at the age of 13. This is me. I was the same you know age what? and I would Fuck not Larry, by the way. <laughs> Fuck Larry. <laughs> yeah! Fuck Larry and his dad. You know what? Larry was a dick. <laughs> you know, I wish I could have seen. The one thing they really missed out on, I mean, they missed a lot in this movie, but Bud should have, you know... Exactly, he should have, revenge. you know, enacted revenge, Tor- torn uh, some kid's thre- throat the out. The way or something. Larry treated everybody else. What? What? You got really dark there. I'm all about revenge, but you're like, tear a kid's throat out. Send a message, man. Send a message. <laughs> I wonder if he stays at the school or he goes to another school after this. He like just goes from like school to school, and they're like, oh, it's the dog that knows the sport. What is he like, Mary Poppins? He, you know, I guess this family doesn't need me anymore. <laughs> oh my God, like guys! That. If fucking their butt came down with like a, a Mary Poppins umbrella, you, Air oh. Poppins, <laughs> Air, Air Bud Poppins. What would, he, what would the dog fly down from that wasn't an umbrella that a dog would use, <laughs> like a leash? <laughs> like he's hanging from a leash that's floating, like a straight or, leash. A leash connected to a like harness. a doggy bed. I mean, we're we're yeah. putting more thought into this like small like you know thing than this whole film uh, was thought about before it was written. So uh, I would be down for an Airbud Poppins. That'd be cool. I mean, let's cover all of the Airbuds. I mean, by the Air Buddies films, it seems like they're like, oh, they got to talk. <laughs> They've got to talk, or this is not going to work. Was there ever a crossover between Airbud or the Buddies and the Harlem Globetrotters since they had the ball and they were referenced? Do we know? Probably. Wasted opportunity if they didn't. Yeah. Big time. Can you imagine? Those those tickets would sell like hotcakes. Come see Airbud. Okay. I I gotta hear a final grades for this. <laughs> I can't talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, Cody, Dan, what would be your final grades for Airbud? Like, uh, I don't know, like a four. <laughs> a letter grade? What's that, a letter grade? <laughs> oh, a letter grade. Okay, let's do reverse from A is would be a 10. B would be like a seven. C would be a five. So a four. This is a D. D. Okay. Dan. D is in Dan. For dog. D for dog. D for D dog. D for dog. You're giving this a D. You didn't laugh once. No, no, I, I actually I did not. didn't laugh at all. <laughs> you laughed, and if you laughed at this movie, you have the worst fucking sense of humor of any adult man I've ever met. Dude, I laughed. What did you laugh at, Dan? I laughed. What did you laugh at? I laughed when he ate like nine puddings. <laughs> I laughed. Thinking, I, I laughed thinking about Dan laughing about this movie. That's what gave I me laughed, joy. I laughed. <laughs> I laughed. You laughed at somebody eating nine puddings, Dan. I, I laughed. That was funny to you. I laughed when the crate fell out of the truck. 
I laughed. Ouch. I laughed. I laughed when the kid made Airbud four sneakers. <laughs> and I laughed when the car at the end was falling apart and then he fell into the to the lake and died. Wow, Dan. Well, that's interesting. So what's the grade? My Elf for laughter. My grade for Airbud, I give it only because there wasn't enough music in the basketball game. A B. <laughs> the only demotion. No I music. Need, no, in the no, no, no. That's game. not true. What did you what did you originally say was the only problem with this movie, Dan? <laughs> was that he didn't play the, the dog didn't have enough meaningful basketball games. <laughs> and there wasn't music attached, apparently. That's and there's no there wasn't there's not enough music in the state championship game. So you're giving the dog, you're giving this movie a B, and you thought on a on a level of like funniest movies you've ever seen, because obviously you have a terrible sense of humor. What? Where do you rank this as funniest movie? Is this the funniest movie you've ever seen? I mean, it's up there. <laughs> I love I love that we're like you guys didn't laugh. We're like no, we didn't laugh. And then Dan had to like list all the times. <laughs> Through well, the movie that he laughed. Because hey, he remembers kid, them. Dan, if you ever, when that kid if you ever pulled, get down, Dan, if you ever get down and you get sad, just let me know, buddy. I'll come over. I'll eat nine puddings in front of you. Just, to, just to get you rolling, buddy. When that kid pulled out Sean Kemp's apple core out of his fucking sock, I laughed. Oh, okay. you guys did that spam challenge years ago for your uh, your podcast. Right. You guys got to do an yeah. earbud uh, pudding challenge <laughs> and make it's a Dan. It's a Dan's got to eat nine nine puddings within the span of one podcast. Hey guys, watch watch what happens to Dan after I down <laughs> these nine puddings. Yeah. He'll pee himself with laughter. He just can't control. No, 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 no. And then guys, you, guys, guys, and then you like it. open a spaghettio and like Dan's no, just no, no. like just dying. It's, He's like dying. It's, it's He's like, the Airbud. It's the it's called the Airbud Challenge. You have to eat nine yellow puddings, <laughs> and then you have to eat a bowl of spaghettios, and then whoever set those foods out for you also has to bathe you and brush your teeth against your will. <laughs> and then you got to be almost like pretty much banished. Because your best friend in the world just like runs away from you, and then you got to bop yeah. your nose around for a, a long time, and then get cancer and die. That's the that's the airbud hashtag ch- hashtag airbud ch- challenge. <laughs> I've never laughed so hard on this podcast. I don't think ever. All I want right now is to have a challenge where <laughs> where Cody eats nine pudding cups. Uh, you know what? Dan. You know what? Dan has laughed harder than this podcast. <laughs> Uh, it was Air Bud. It was um, and it involved nine, you know, nine pockets of pudding. What are you talking about, Dan? Air nine puddings, and that makes you laugh. And bowl spaghettios. Well, wait, Dan, Dan. I have a question as I wipe my tears. Did you did you laugh just at the pudding cups, or that it was the combination of the pudding cups, like in a strategic line that got him yeah. to the ball? That then in the line. Not only was it a dare to eat nine pudding cups, but then it was like now play a sport. Because <laughs> he has he has no he has no faith in Airbud because there's not enough space between the puddings. <laughs> like he was gonna eat one pudding and then like take one step and get like distracted 
So you had to put another pudding right there? <laughs> like, you got no faith in this dog coming to you. Oh, you need a, you watch this by yourself, you right, no Dan? I, I can't imagine Jenny watching this with you. What are you laughing at, Dan? <laughs> Dan's just like... And if you, Dan, Dan, if you're the dog and there's these nine puddings or you're the guy putting out the... Like, this is also what means that makes you think that this kid is going to kill this dog because <laughs> he's seen this dog that his mom basically hit. <laughs> so the dog saw him too and the dog's going to question whether or not he's even going to... Uh, interact with him right. so the kid has to put out a line of puddings to catch the dog that's why the dog wouldn't trust him <laughs> serial murdering dog killing kid that's what it comes down to touche d plus <laughs> d plus oh my god b plus C- b minus whoa yes, yes chrissy chrissy and dan's so favorite movie guys- of the year 2020 Airbud. Well, I will tell you, it is so much better and more enjoyable than all those goddamn horror movies that you make me watch during October and evidently June for no reason. I didn't fall asleep once during this. Those are not real. This is like a real horror film because this dog is abused. This poor dog, Chrissy. Why do you love this film? There's There's triumph in the end. There is? It's an achievement. Airbud dies. Not in the movie. Yeah, behind the scenes. That's even sadder. Told you it's got a Moulin Rouge bent. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, let's be... F- oh, I was going to say, let's be fair. Air Bud is basically trained as a commando because he climbs up to get to the top of the be- <laughs> off the house, which he's basically doing a vertical yes. climb up the house. Yeah. Anyway. They didn't was CG. Like no CG bud. for that. <laughs> Air Bud did that shit. He did that shit. Poor Airbud. I just want to know what the pitch meeting for that particular scene must have looked like. All right, so then the dog climbs up the side of the house. Like on what? What does it climb up on? Uh, you know, a, t- a trellis. Do you think the dog could actually climb the trellis? A trellis. Let's find out. He Let's climbs put him up, up there. He climbs up a trellis. It's like in the Fast and Furious movies where they, they, they just figure out the stunts first before the story. So in Airbud, they're like, all right, what can this dog do? Well... <laughs> He can shoot a basket with his nose. Okay, we'll do that. He can climb. All right, we got to have a climb scene. And he can run around with sneakers on his paws. Okay, let's do that. Oh, yeah, and by the way, he can eat about nine puddings and a bowl of SpaghettiOs. So let's do that, too. <laughs> That's Dan. That's when the laughs come in. Then they just made a movie around that. Oh, wow. Well, you guys, we've, uh, you know, we could spend another 90 minutes talking about Airbud, apparently, you know? All day. All, All day. day long. We can't leave our house, so we have to watch Airbud films. Uh, so, Chrissy? Yeah. Anything you'd like to say about Air, your new love of Airbud? No, but this was the best, most favoritist podcast that we've ever done, and I'm so grateful that Dan and Cody watched this <laughs> <laughs> so we can discuss uh, it. The world needs it. The world needs it. Yep. My dream came true. <laughs> Chrissy's dream came true, guys. So uh so Airbud is a is, is is done, but Beethoven's treasure tale is gonna be making its way to Mr. <laughs> Daniel Hill. 
Oh, this I love looks it. this looks yeah. amazing. I swear we don't have the Rona, so you could open this up like right away and watch it. How long is it? An hour? Is it? Is it over an hour? <laughs> <laughs> Does it have pudding cups in it? It's an hour thirty-eight. Oh wow. My God. <laughs> well, I I can't wait to to have Dan eat a bunch of pudding cups on a future episode of a show. That will be fun. So. uh are you still? Are snack you pack it, snack pack fanatic? That's snack right. pack fanatic Dan Hill. Are you That's are right. you packing up the snack? Are, are, have you done like the final grocery run, Dan? Before the babe comes, what are you? Are you lots of preparations over there, right? Yeah, we did a we did a big grocery run on Sunday. Wow! So hopefully, that's right. He picked me up. He picked me up forty eight egos, and I went out to his place and picked them up. Yeah, I did get Cody ego waffles. Uh, I got to actually. I got to Venmo you some cash, brother. Yeah, you do. There's a shortage in uh of egos in Van Nuys. <laughs> apparently, I've had to grab the egos too. Exactly. Well, we wish good luck to you, man. I mean, uh, thanks, dude. In in a few weeks, you know, both of you have youngins crawling around you as you try to watch all the Airbud films. So, uh, yeah. It's crazy times. Gonna be a, gonna be interesting, that's for sure. Well, I I solidify Chrissy's love that you guys spent this time during this awful quarantine to watch the entire first Airbud film and then spend almost ninety minutes talking about it. Uh, seriously, it's been fun. Uh, <laughs> you guys obviously had a podcast as well. You guys have been going for years. You, you're some of our our best podcast friends. Still knocking it out, even when you're having kids. You know, we quit when we started having kids, but you guys have kept going. Where can we find you and your podcast online? Man, uh, Dan and Cody Podcast, at Dan at Dan Cody Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, the whole shit. They're so much better than us, Justin. They're like organized and they have a cool soundboard that lights up. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's great. Chrissy, we have a podcast too. People are listening to it, but we have social media. Yes. What's our social media? Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Movie Geek Cast. Yes. Did you, did you ever check the Movie Geek Cast Gmail account to see if anybody bought you coffee? No, no one's bought me coffee. It's very sad. Oh. Mm. You guys got enough coffee over there? You better have a lot of. Yeah. Dan, you're going to yeah, need I a lot gotta, of coffee. I got to get dude. a lot of coffee. Look at Cody's face. He's like, yes, all the coffee, please. Oh, you got the juice. Two's coming Wait, we, I'm a monster coffee drinker, so I got tons loaded. <sighs> Love it. Love it. Um, exciting news for our podcast next week is finally the final, the finals of our 2000s fantasy movie draft, uh, tournament. We went year by year starting at the year 2000 and this, uh, final one that's coming up next week is the battle The it's for all the marbles, the last four drafters battling it out in the year 2009 to see who wins the entire tournament that's lots of fun, but not as fun as talking to Airbud with these guys. 
We're gonna miss them. It's getting late again. It's a ple- it's been a pleasure, man. We we love coming on here. Yeah, and thanks talking for talking movies. Thanks for having us, guys. We appreciate and love your your voice, your feel, your thoughts. You're, you're super sweet. Thank you, guys. Ho- hopefully, we'll be doing this uh, in the flesh again soon. Eighteen months, yes. give or take, eighteen months or so. We'll figure this out, or uh, you know, hazmat podcast hazmat suit slash bubble boy gear. Oh my god, we could get like what are those? What are those um, bubbles that? kids used on on like fields to like bounce off of each other we could do that yeah that would be awesome or you guys you guys have been you remember you guys went down to venice that one time and and like podcasted on the streets like what if we came together somewhere but we're just 12 you know 12 feet apart so the the cables are far apart but we can see you you know we're like in the uh in somebody's uh driveway or something driveway podcast if there were if there if there were if there were four of us and we were properly social distancing <laughs> we would have to have a circle that is the circumference of what three times four twenty no three t- it's 12 well, feet well justin and i could occupy the same space so you can take right. off like a third of it oh right <gasps> Dan and I couldn't. We Is this couldn't. Common Core? Have you brought, have you brought we'll Common just, Core back? I'm learning. Damn it. We, we got to expand the bubble at some point. Got to figure this out, man. Got to figure this out. Hey, hug your beautiful wives for us, please. We will. Hug we the will. wives. Yes. Hug the kids. Hug the dog. We, we love you guys, and thanks again for hanging out with us. Thanks again to everyone who's listening. Uh, Stay safe out there. Stay home. We'll see you guys next week.